Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Don't Sleep on the Couch podcast. I go by Cash, a.k.a. Exec P. It's been a long hiatus since we had a guest on, but it's for the right reasons, y'all. Like I said, man, I was dropping an album. I, I was busy, you know what I mean? Something had to, to, you know, shake up. So, but again, we're back with a few brothers. They've been on the show before. We have Patty Honcho. We have Greenery coming on to the show. They just dropped the Black Sportation, long-awaited project. Um, this one has been in the making um, for quite some time here, man. And these guys curated a very dope project. I can't wait for you guys to hear some of these tracks and just hear the stories behind it, man. And just we'll, we'll get into a whole host of things, man. But this is this is definitely one y'all want to tap into. And this is definitely a project that y'all need to hear. Without further ado, man, welcome to the couch again, again, for the third time, I believe, man. Patty Honcho and Greenery with another another project, man. What's going on, fellas? What's up? What's up, man? Thank you for having me, Cash. You already know. It's an exactly, honor every time, man. For sure, what's for the- sure. Green, what's good with you, man? Man, cool, man. I'm fresh off B-Day vibes, so, you All know. Right. Damn, y'all, you ain't got the wig on. You ain't got the wig on. Nothing. Y'all ain't in character. What's going on here, man? <laughs> for this, man. Should have got on Soul Brother Green, you know what I'm saying? But I said, I'm going to chill. I'm going to chill. You, you still got time. You still got time. We ain't live. We cut it up. We'll cut it up. <laughs> Do your thing, man. Do your thing. You know what I'm saying? We got we to gotta sell this My album, man. <laughs> we got to sell it. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. My shit braided right now. All right. All right. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. <laughs> That's, that's, that's what's up. That's what's up, man. Uh, also, I don't. I want to mention uh, some of the other producers on here. We don't have a one as Green has the lion's share of uh, the production on there. But shout out to uh, JD Smooth and also shout out to Scale Beats on the project as well, man. I, I like y'all, y'all tracks as well and y'all contributions to it. So I definitely didn't want to get through this episode without shouting them out um, because they definitely, uh, they're, they're lending their hand was definitely a welcome addition to the project. For sure. sure. But fellas, man, I just wanted y'all to introduce yourselves. I know this is uh, some people's first time hearing about you guys, where you from, uh, you know, why you do what you do and all that stuff, man. Y'all know how this thing go, man. Uh, Patty, you lead the way, man. Yeah, man. That's Patty Honcho from Patterson, New Jersey. Um, Lyricist first, but also, you know, supreme songwriter, man. Uh, tapping into different lanes, just dropped the black exploitation. It's different than anything I ever dropped, so go peep that. All right, Green. Go by the name Greenery Beats. Oh man, if you ain't heard of me, oh my gosh, you're gonna hear me real soon. Trust me. Got a few projects uh, that I put in with Patty, man. It's this one, this one right here is. It's amazing. This brother never ceases to amaze me, man. So I, I have thoroughly enjoyed working with my young brother. Um, been putting in a lot of work this year. Got work with Cash this year. A lot of work with Cash this year. So, man, we we, we really doing our thing musically, man. It, it makes me proud. It makes me happy to be a part of it. Sure. So opening up, fellas, man. Um like I said, it was like a few months, few a year or so in the making uh, since you guys kind of jotted down this idea. I know nothing like this just comes about out of nowhere, man. So who hit who? How, how did this thing kind of originate? Man, I heard track five, the black exploitation, the beat for that song. I heard it before any other song was made on the album. That's the first beat I heard. 
And Green just posted it on Instagram or something like that clip. And I was like, damn, I want that joint. So I hit him up. And um, he told me that one of his homies was already messing with it, but he he was he never put it out, never even finished it, I don't think. So I was like, man, fuck it. If he ain't using it, let me get that joint. And I was just going to use it as a single. I was just going to put it out as a single and just, you know what I mean, just have one of those songs with those type of vibes. I put a snippet out on Twitter. And uh, my homie Danny, he was like, man, I need a whole project like this. And I was like, word, that that wouldn't be bad. You feel me? That's actually not a bad idea. And then it, it was up from there. Sure. Green, man. Yeah. How long ago was that beat, man? How long ago was that beat you made? Because I know you be having a lot in the stash. Which is crazy, man. It's crazy um, when I sit and think about it. I made that in 2018. Like you said, um, it was a summer that me and the homies, we were just linking up every day that summer. It was like uh, my wife, she was literally going out to work. And it would be like 8.30, 9 o'clock in the morning. By the time she's going out the door, they coming in the door with Byron Hennessy. You know what I'm saying? And we, we just would sit there for three, four hours, and I would just make beats. And then just vibe out. And like, like Patty said, we never came out with anything. I think they ended up just recording like one verse to the uh, to the track. Even when we dropped the tape, which is funny, he texts me. I said, man, how, how'd you enjoy the album? He said, man, I got the track five and I had to cut it off because I was mad at myself. <laughs> so, oh, word. Yeah, man. <laughs> to see that come from 2018 and, and it be used now, it's like, man, it was destined to happen, bro. Sure, for sure, man. So, I mean, I think what better way to introduce everybody to the album and kind of what it's sounding like? And we got to play, we got to play these tracks, man. So let's uh, start off with that one, man. This is the uh, title track from the album, The Black Exploitation. You know, you got a lot of nerve walking into my establishment, looking the way you're looking, how you looking, healthy, look good. You look like a bacon, making cheese sandwich, and I'm hungry on a Sunday morning. Look into your eyes and say that boy hating. Listen to you speak and say that boy faking. Niggas acting, it's a black exploitation. Niggas acting, it's a black exploitation. Look into your eyes and say that boy hating. Listen to you speak and say that boy faking. Niggas acting, it's a black exploitation. Niggas acting, it's a black exploitation. Got a bitch better than Foxy Brown. Man, we on go, can nobody stop me now? King Hachimusa, bitch, you know we got the crown. Got a queen too, and you know our body brown. Got a queen too, and our body on coffee, bitch. I'm the Mac, and this shit is type exhausting. Boss things, I know you're feeling me this week. The song sing haunting. Y'all killing me, that's why I say it's off. Shaft with the gat. I see your bitch neck now, black, you the back. Give me a half of the pack. I feel like Breeze on the beat with my stash and my slacks. She Cleopatra, she bad. I can settle for no Becky, but she had to be black. She Cleopatra, she bad. I can settle for no Becky, but she had to be black. This the bridge. It don't take much for you to burn that shit. You got me. And don't nobody wanna burn that shit. This the bridge. It don't take much for you to burn that shit. You Got me. And don't nobody wanna burn that shit. Look into your eyes and say that boy hating. Listen to you speak and say that boy faking. Niggas acting, it's a black exploitation. Niggas acting, it's a black Yeah, yeah, man, yeah, man. So, man, Patty, tell us a little bit about about that track, man. Where you was trying to go with it? Uh, adding, you know, I mean, you've been doing this, but 
Uh, what I saw in there before you answer is just leveling up, like, you know, the bridges, the choruses and, and things like that, making this a real experience. So what was your thought process kind of with this being the lead off track or title track of the project? Yeah, it was really the beat, man. It helped me with songwriting. Like I hear the beat and I'm like, this has to be a full song. Like it just can't be one of them joints where you spit a 16 and then put a, a, a movie clip over the chorus and then come back with another 16 and then the song is over. I'm like for that one. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like that, don't get me wrong. When the, that's a good formula when it sound hard. Like I've I got plenty of songs like that too. You feel me? But I just knew like this beat right here wasn't one of them type of beats. It needed a bridge. It needed a hook, an outro, an intro. Like all of that was important. So that helped me for the that song, which also mixed into the whole album. You know what I mean? Which is why the album came out with bridges on other songs and hooks on other songs too. So yeah, the, the beat helped me with my songwriting. Okay. Uh, yeah, man, I caught a few lines on there too, man. So what was interesting to me in this whole, in this project, and we'll kind of get into it more as we go through more songs, is just uh, just the ability to still add wordplay and bars into a song, into making a song. You know what I mean? Um, I think a lot of artists can have, they got bars for sure. Like then people that we, you know, rock with on hip hop Twitter, but it doesn't always, you know, end up well, you know, in an album format, you know what I mean? Because they're just trying to bar right. your head off instead of just making stuff that sometimes, you know, the hook is the thing that brings you in, you know what I mean? And then of course the verses are the sprinkle on top, you know what I mean? So um, well done on that, man. Green, you got anything to add to to this one? Um, it's, it's cause it's amazing because I even did like a little plan behind the uh, sample that I chopped, which it was it was super fun to really dig in my bag and, and just hit it with piano chords and like little brass chords and in the background that people might not notice. Um, so it was fun. It was fun. It was very jazzy. And Patty, man, he, he does an amazing job of complimenting the beat. It's like, man, I ain't really got to tweak it too much. I ain't got to do too much on my end because he fits each and every pocket that he's supposed to fit in. And he, like the hook is like one of the catchiest hooks that I've ever heard, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. My God. It's, the, it's like, Oh my God, I didn't expect him to do this with the beat, man. It, it was amazing. It was amazing. For sure, man. So, I mean, Patty, where'd your love for black exploitation movies or, you know, besides your, you know, your, your homie, I know there had to be some research that goes into this to do it the, the right way and pick the right, soundscapes you know what i mean so tell us a little bit about that absolutely man um man when i i really just like fell into it introduced myself uh into like the old black exploitation scene all the old films and shit like just being online deep diving into old school black shit you feel me like looking at shit like oh what's this what's that i remember probably the first one that i watched was the mac because that's probably the most like renowned exploitation film and i was just like looking at shit like i right, i should watch this probably when i was about what 15 14 or something like that so i, I, that, I had my macbook and i was you're know, googling shit doing research and i found some i found a mac and it was up from there done um watch dracula bucktown you know what i mean any pam greer movie that you could you know what i mean niggas love pam greer and shit but when I was watching, um, when I was making an album, I was 
rewatching a whole bunch of shit and looking at it from like a whole different lens because I'm older now. And like since the last time I seen them, it probably I was like 14 and 15. Like I watched it and that was the last time I saw it. So watching it now, you see things and you like, yeah, that's crazy how they did that, how they did that. So yeah, rewatching the movies definitely helped me uh with the album as well. And green on your end, man, uh did you do some of the same things or were you forced to do certain things as you guys kind of started to build on this? Uh I, I pretty much took the same route because when uh, Patty told me, like, hey, man, I'm diving into all the black exploitation films that I can. One one thing that people know about me, they know I love Tubi movies, man. I don't know what it is about <laughs> the Tubi movies, but I, I tap in and what do you know? They got a lot of black exploitation movies on Tubi and it's like, all right, yeah. I, I gold mine. It's like all the Rudy Ray Moore movies that I could ask for, like the Mac. Like even uh the more uh conventional ones like that came out in the early and late two thousands, super funny and dedicated to the old black exploitation movies, and they're keeping up with the sound as far as the, the instrumentation and the music. Right. So it was a time to where I just sat for like a month, maybe two or three months, and that's all I was watching was black exploitation. I would just repeatedly watch the same movies over and over and over just to get those soundtrack vibes in my head. And once I got it, it was like, all right, this is going to be, it's going to be a fun album to make. Okay. Absolutely. Um, one of the next questions I have is off of uh, the track, let it go featuring unruly. And um, yeah, I mean this, this dialogue kind of comes up a lot in the album or not a lot. I would say one of two other times that I could pinpoint off the top of my head, but um, Patty, this one's for you, man. So, do you feel like rapping in a more mature manner? Um, how does how does that sit amongst your peers? Because I know you addressed it, and um, you know, on prior songs too, as you know, um, don't tell me how to make my album if I'm getting that title right. I forget. Mm -hmm. I should know that, but um, yeah, man, address that, man, if you will. Yeah, man, I just feel like when you do different things, sometimes uh, people look at it in the worst way that they can, you feel me? Instead of looking at it like uh, somebody growing and maturing, they'll probably look at it like, oh, this nigga changing or changing for the worse instead of changing for the better. So I'll be saying shit like, oh, you know what I mean? People just, that's that's what they that's what they tend to do when it comes to me type shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Why, why is that? Why do you think that they uh, pigeonhole you into, uh, I'll, um, I'll let you speak for yourself. Uh, why do you think they pigeonhole you into one particular sound or, or anything? Yeah. Probably because of the lane that we in. Um, it's a lot of uh, soul samples, uh, 16. I mean, the songs that we was talking about before. It's a lot of that shit. Um, not a lot of niggas is doing like funky shit. They people barely even make hooks nowadays. Like don't buy even, you know. But again, like that's that's cool if you could do it well. But sometimes it's 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 oversaturated, you know. And um, a lot of the times I be uh, I'm very outspoken and shit. So like when you an outspoken dude, you know what I mean. People there want to they'll be combative with you. You know what I mean. They'll say some shit to you. I say just a lot of sport. shit about old, yeah, right. just for sport. I say a lot of shit about old heads and shit, you know what I mean? 
but I be I be joking and shit. But that be that be pinching niggas' nerves for real. I, like you know what I mean? If you that so, old head, I guess you know what I mean. If you that <laughs> old, right? If the shoe fits, <laughs> literally, like you know what I mean? So yeah. Yeah, the trigger warning, man. I, you know, but you know, back to just like the hooks and all all those different type of things. I think that um, you know, and and you could probably answer that from um just um, doing some of the scaring the whole shows, like the difference between rapping straight through. Not that that there's a problem because that's that's kind of the the vein that I haven't been to a show yet or been back home to go go to a show. But I would say that's kind of that's the lane. That's you know what you guys are doing it for. But I could one can only assume that. If you play a, a patty got it or something in here with a hook and a bridge, I think the people will be vibe. You know, it's easier to rock the crowd when you have that in your back pocket. I mean, would you agree? Bruh, this nigga Black came to one of the scaring the holes. He did his song called Like Ice Spice. It has a hook in it. And it's him singing on the hook. By the end of the song, every the whole crowd knew the hook. Everybody knew the hook. Nigga had the the crowd singing the rest of the hook. Like, that shit matters, man. Like, he was spitting on that song, too. Like, he got yeah. some crazy double entendres Shout and shit like Black. that. Yeah. Yeah. So, man, having a catchy hook, man, especially when you perform it live, it definitely helps. It matters, man. It, it'll, it'll elevate your performance. For sure, man. For sure, man. So, next track I wanted to uh, get into is just um, joint the embodiment, the interlude there, man. Um. You kind of a lot of chaos, a lot of chaos on that track, man. You know, you just what? What? Why did you just choose to just black out on that one, man? Yo, I wanted. I was on my Kendrick shit. I ain't. I can't even lie to you, bro. Like, I, I told uh, JD Smooth that I wanted some shit like that was super jazzy on some for free shit when Kendrick was rapping on his. Uh, it, it ain't free shit, you know what I mean? And uh, niggas sent me that shit back super fast, yo. Probably in the same day, <laughs> on some real fast shit. And I was like, damn, this shit crazy. And then he sent me the next version that had a horn on it. The first version that had that horn, he sent me the one with the horn on it. And I was like, yeah, this is the one. I wrote that shit probably in 15 minutes, 10, 15 minutes. You know what I mean? And I recorded it as soon as I got the beat. Sent that shit to Green. I'm like, this shit going on the album, bro. We made this shit in like 30 minutes. I said, this shit going on the album. <laughs> Yo, man, when I was um when I was listening to it, that's it. That's what I had texted the, the group chat like right before uh when as I was listening to it again, I couldn't put my finger on it when I was listening to it. Um, as I was just doing some riding up and down the road here recently on a little road trip, and I'm like, yo, this sounds this gives me that vibe, like how you said, uh, uh Kendrick. And then lo and behold, today I just took the time as I'm doing my research, I'm like, let me listen to all of this shit. And the first thing that I could think of is to go to section 80, but it was actually mm. not Kendrick. It was Ab Soul. Mm-hmm. Ab Soul, um, the outro or whatever. The outro. So, yeah, man. Um, yeah, but it, it sounds, it sounds very familiar, but also it's just you being you, man. And I think, you know, for me, it was like, all right, cool. This album sounds jazzy. You're doing your thing, but it was like, all right, man, I just want to fucking rap right now. You know what I mean? I just right. want to, Still show him I could do that. So good, good balance on that. Good, good balance on that one, man. So I want to hear. I want to uh, let them uh, hear some a little bit of that joint before we uh, go on to the next question. So this is right. the uh, the embodiment, the interlude, y'all. Authentic. 
Everybody on you, the name dog, none of you motherfuckers ever come from the same clause Scraping your brains off, we ain't making the same sauce Making the goofy shit, fly nigga the king off Fly nigga the king, I gotta lean in another scene Plow on the hot, get out this dream I'm MJ, how I'm finna put Billy the jeans Nigga got a million strings off of a million machines That whole sick, had don't miss a natural fit The fist of an afro pick, I cracked your list I match your fit, I back your bitch And show you that for me, cause my Mac gon' zip That whole sick, had don't miss a natural fit The fist of an afro pick, I cracked your list I match your fit, I back your bitch And show you that for me, cause my Mac gon' zip Immaculate Patterson rapper, never been a cap throw you in the hand, but you somewhere. Tampa, this bananas, you a water boy, I'm drunk Montana She said I'm cancer, but she found out it was a cancer So I told her who to leave, it's obvious that her brain only work when she on knees Try to achieve, don't think you in line with me I kind of appease, the real niggas rhyming with ease That's the embodiment, that's the embodiment That's the embodiment produced by J.D. Smooth Good lord, good lord Yeah, yeah What is he doing? Yeah, <laughs> what is he doing on here, man? So, <laughs> dope, dope joint, man, dope joint, man um, next one I wanted to get into, man, is uh, is that the way you feel? Um, another one produced um, by Greenery. So at this point in the album, I'm like, we got to get Patty tested. You know what I mean? Um, you know what I mean? Because what's your what's your mindset going into into that one? It's a more serious tone of whatever, but still, you know, spazzing out with very good adult subject matter. So this this to me is grown man rap. So what's your, what's your mindset mm -hmm. going into this one? Yeah, bro, like, I, I'm going to put this out there, man. I've been trying to hold off for, like, what was my absolute favorite on the album, but this been my favorite for probably, like, ever since the album been done. So I'm going to just throw it out there. This is definitely my favorite song on the album. Uh, When I was making it, I was thinking, like, Black Panther Party, like, you know what I mean, uh, Liberation and shit. Like, I'm thinking, like, let's go attack, you feel me? Like, I'm thinking that type of shit, but it ended up turning into um, something that you could interpret any way you want to put it. You feel me? Like, is that the way you feel about me? You could say it could be like some racial shit. It could be some relationship shit. You know what I mean? It could be some like music shit where you talking to the fans or, or if the fans talking to you type shit, like it, it's all type of, it could be all type of shit. But my initial, um, thought making it the uh, the um in, the intention behind it was like that black panther aggression like that was the intent behind it and then whatever i wrote down i just it came together like that way for sure man i mean like you got a lot of lines on there man uh it's crazy man black mothers drive but they don't call them soccer moms on um, the booth don't talk and keep secrets unless they leak it like it's just Ooh. little shit like that that just kind of come that jumps out at you the whole time on mm -hmm. there, man. And it's not like, like I said, it's not, um, I got like an affection for people who, um, have those type of witty bars, but it's not the, uh, the simple setups, you know, such as, such as, such as like boom, such and such and such as like, like everybody could do that. You right. know what I mean? And, and come up with something witty and there's nothing wrong with those setups, you know, cause we all do them. Um, but I like when those, those little darts come out there and it, it doesn't take away, it doesn't feel like it's forced. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Is that intentional the way you, you write bars or is it just, I get the writing and that's just, that's just what I do. Absolutely, bro. Like me personally, bro, I, I know myself very well, man. I'm a, a hard critic, bro. Like I'm, I'm a really hard critic, especially, and it depends what it, what it is that I'm critiquing. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't, publicly critique a lot of things because you know i'm a i'm a rapper so you can't really it's, it's a slippery slope it's a gray area and shit but I, I do it when i'm on my own when i'm by myself nigga i'm like man this shit ass 
So like, <laughs> like yeah, you know I mean, I don't care. Fuck it. So like, if I if I could tell, or like if I could tell that you trying super hard to make me, oh oh, I'm about to throw a punch at you. Oh shit! <laughs> like that's whack as hell to me, bro. Like I hate that so fucking much, bro. Like what boxer is gonna get hit yeah. by a punch coming like this? Nobody. Right. <laughs> Not right. one. Right. So like, you know what I mean? So yeah, that's just me. I like I like them little jabs, you feel me? Them little subtle jazz straights and you know what I mean inside hooks. Like I like I like all that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I definitely like that. Yeah, man. A lot of the times when I'm when I'm writing or when I'm listening to shit, it just, it be the regular shit that hit me. It don't be the punches. It be the regular shit you saying about regular life that hit mm-hmm. me in, in the soul. You know what I'm saying? Um so and I I can't think of no lines in particular right now from anybody else, you know what I mean? But yeah, man, I, I appreciate those things, you know what I mean? Or just when you attempt to just be funny and shit like that and be personable in the raps at the same time, man. So it, it, we'll get into that uh, again, man. So is that the way you feel? You want to play that one real quick for the people and let them hear that, a little bit of that? Yeah, let's hear that. Oh, right. yeah. Oh, yes. The chalk melt, these feelings are heartfelt. A lot of men die in my mind on the side of man islands. You grieve cause you reach for new car smell. Demon the cartel, 5 to 15, gotta get clean. Lean here, beast with the barbell. Beast a nigga carry, you receiving a large mail. You don't care about yourself, nigga, victim of lost hell. You don't care about yourself, brain body and hell sloppy as well. Crash Holly, how you fight with the model, you'll probably kill. He never had a dream of Katika Bugatti wheels. Only cared about the priest and protection and shoddy pills. Told the god twice a day, that's how he body build. The hobby real, no, we can't wash it off. Black mother's drive, they don't call her a soccer mom. Black father drive, grab a gun, fuck up a talk. The booth talking and spoke to me. It's soulfully said, hush, they waiting. The streets needed something was off. Cause I don't make music just for the streets. The booth don't talk and keep secrets unless they leak it. Y'all be basic, I'm Ozzy Davis. My Aki Kate stop behaving, regretting. Grab you paying for nominations. Why you lip singing? Keep that attitude at home, little nigga. You supposed to let your bitch bring it. Is that the way you feel? Is that the way you feel about me? Is that the way you feel? Is that the way you feel about me? Is that the way you feel? Is that the way you feel about me? My boy was up there singing. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. One, one brief moment, fellas. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure y'all go out to Bandcamp, Apple Music, iTunes, I mean, sorry, uh, Amazon Music, and go support the album. Black Exploitation is right here with you, you, if you can see it right there. You know, Patty Honcho. Go put some money in that man pocket, man. He did a damn good job, man. So y'all have heard three songs so far. Hopefully that entices you to go get it. But back to the show. All right, man. So yeah, man. Um, yeah, fire, fire track, man. Rapid fire flow, man. And you actually saying something. Um, that's the other problem I have with a lot of niggas. They do that flow, but don't be saying nothing. It's, right. It's, it's, it's not a mirage. It's not a trick. Yeah, I, we, hear <laughs> we hear it. We hear it. <laughs> we hear it. So uh make sure you're saying something if you're gonna attempt to do those those different type of things, man. So I want to get into a more serious track though, um, here on a on a project, man. And I think we all can kind of touch on this in, in a bit. Um uh man. So don't ever underestimate the black man. Okay. Um 
you know, you touch on you and your father's relationship a bit. And this is kind of probably not one of the first times I learned a little bit about you, but um, I feel like I learned a little bit about you in just one to two lines. You know what I mean? On there, man. So uh, what made you touch on that? Uh, you also touch on his struggle. Um, feel, you know, feel free to elaborate, man, if, if you will, man, on that on that line. Yeah, man. When I thought of the idea of uh, writing, I started writing without the beat. That verse I wrote it. I started writing it when to no beat, which I rarely do. But I was like probably on the bus or the train or some shit going going somewhere in the, in the city, and um, I was like, I need to write some some black man liberation shit. You know what I mean? Some some you know what I mean? Strong black man type shit that personifies a strong black man. And uh, you know, you know how they underestimate us, man. Y'all know. Shit, y'all older than me, y'all already know. And um I thought of my father, you know what I mean, uh, just unconsciously. And uh I just put it down on the paper, man. Like just started writing about it and this real shit, like his two of his brothers passed away like two months in between, like two months apart type shit. And um when I was younger and shit, you feel me? I wasn't, we we wasn't like around each other like that that much, for me? I ain't grow up with the, seeing the nigga every day and shit like that, but I don't resent him or nothing for that, you feel me? Like, I know shit is crazy, like shit hard and shit like that. And he ain't never make me feel like I wasn't wanted or some shit like that, you know what I mean? He always hit me up and, you know what I mean? Shit like that, so I ain't gonna put no smut on his name and shit like that. I know it's, it's hard, you feel me? It's shit hard out here, so. That's where that shit came from, really. That's, that's, a, that's a, you got anything to add yeah. to that, Green? Oh, it, it uh it was it was a, a song that I could I could feel that he was putting a lot of passion in, uh, just based off that subject right there. Um it takes a it takes a strong minded man, it takes a strong minded black man to be able to overcome that hurdle. Um, because you know, we a lot of us don't grow up knowing our biological fathers. I grew up not knowing my biological father. Don't don't really have too much information on him. And to hear those words in his song, and, and it, it comes off as like like he said, like man, I don't, I don't have no animosity. I don't have no feelings of negative like negativity towards you because I understand like you might have been in a, a tougher situation than I'm facing right now. Like you might be going through something mentally. So what do I look like judging you the same way that I feel America judges me? Mm. I can't do that to you if that's going to be my complaint when it comes to me versus the, the black woman, when it comes to me versus the white woman, when it comes to me versus the man, when it comes to me versus mm. America. If I'm feeling that, I do that to my father based on the narrative, oh, he left us. I, I, it's, I, uh, it's, a, it's always a long story about that, you know. What I'm saying? Oh yeah, I don't oh, mean yeah. to cut you off. Continue yeah. on. I, I'll go after. If you oh know, no, you got more. Oh, that, but yeah. I, it is that long. You get the long story of how it's like. Oh, he ain't shit. Uh, he could have did more, but it's like, all right, where's the story of what led him to him not being shit? What 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 led to this change? Because clearly, it was good enough. To create me, so yeah, man, he, he yeah, and you know the parent moms don't be prepared for that pushback sometimes. If you if you do 
sit down and have that conversation. And the reason why I was saying like that, that's a, a line that I pick up and why, um, you know, why I come to enjoy guys like you, Patty, and anybody that invokes, you know, that bit of personal energy into it. Because again, I'll give it to you from the opposite. And like you said, we are older. I got kids. I got four, two boys, two girls, you know, one in college, one going to college. Like, so I got them of all ages right now. And, yeah, I'm by far not the perfect father. Never was, you know, I had to go overseas and do my thing, serve my country and be away. A lot of the times, like, even though I'm providing it, I'm like, yo, I'm doing what I got to do. I'm always helping out, doing things. But I can't replace some of that that feeling for some of my older kids who had to deal with me not being in the crib, not being with their moms. You know what I'm saying? You know, and then on the flip side, you know, my pops. You know what I mean? I used to wonder about him, like, when he got locked mm. up and, or when he had his his struggles with uh sobriety and drugs and shit like that, like yo, where, where home he at? Dude stole my bike one time. You know what I'm saying? Like how fucked up is that? So it's like, <laughs> like, it's like you know what it is? Like you go go to drive, uh, get up on your on your BMX or your dyno and shit like that, and, and then that, where's that shit at, man? <laughs> they done smoked the bike up, man. Like so, <laughs> I say that to say like you don't realize um the shit that. Men go through, people go through. I joke it out right. though, because it's funny yeah, now. Me and him too. laugh about it, or uh, mm-hmm. whatever. You know what I mean? But my thing is, like, me as a as a man and as a father, I'm like, yo, <laughs> there'd be some things that it'd be the other side of the story. And sometimes your kids get bamboozled into one side and don't realize all the shit you were dealing with. And you know, at the end of the day, as long as you got a great relationship, or there's always enough time to mend it, no matter how long time has passed. So. That's not Absolutely. what the whole song is about, but I do like when you introduce those type of things um, in your music, man, because before the bars and all of that, I'd probably rock with you if you made an album talking about real shit before the bar, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you do what you do. Um, the other part of this this song, man, I wanted to want you to expand on, I think you touched on it a little bit earlier, but like it's, uh, you know, the social media energy matching and shit like that. Expand on that, man. And as far as just like you said, you don't critique and stuff like that. But how how do you feel about uh, people trying to kind of jumping on board with whatever the latest thing is? Like if an album's whack, and you everybody, you know yeah. everybody jump on it, but you won't really say your true feelings about yo. I do like this insert rapper shit right. because everybody else is shitting on it. What what do you feel about that? I feel like there are um, a few outlets that they they real you know they'll say something like that's actually real it's not conforming to the norm but most outlets you know most people they they'll just say what people want to hear instead of how they really feel and just not even forget like an outlet like a social media outlet like a media outlet just a regular person you know what i mean they'll listen to an album and they might actually like it they go on Twitter and see everybody hating on it. They, if they don't post about how much they like the album, right? They might just post about how much they hate it, or they just won't post about it at all. You know what I mean? They'll just make leave that void out there. They won't talk about the album. They'll just bump it, which is good too. You know what I mean? I feel like more people should do that. Keep your mouth shut if if you don't like the album, or if you if you do like it and you don't want to join a bunch of niggas that's talking shit about the album, then don't join them. Like, you know what I mean? Don't argue with them about, you know what I mean? Fuck it. But that's just what that is. People just be conforming to the norm and shit like that. That's 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 kind of like how Cole said in the recent feature with uh, Lil Dirt. It's like, 
I like I like how he painted that picture too. It's like, man, we wait until somebody get killed and clipped, and then we want to play it, and then we want to we like. Not even gonna say we, cause uh, man, I played Nipsey from the time I had seen him doing interviews on World Star Hip Hop, and you was literally saying people like, oh man, R. P. Nipsey that I had never seen playing Nipsey at all. Showing him no love, talking shit about him. Like, man, maybe he ain't this, he ain't, man, he ain't rap like he looked too much like Snoop. Uh, it was just <laughs> all sorts of weird, weird shit. And as soon as he died, it was like, oh man, victory lap. Oh man, blue laces. Uh, and it's like, no, nah. Nah, you like, wasn't here from Hustle in the House. Stop it. Come on, man. Mailbox <laughs> money. You he wasn't here for mailbox money. No, not at all. Come on, man. What are you like, talking about? And it's like we see it all too often now to where it, it's it's what Eminem said, man. At this point, all you need is is a catchy hook, a good little beat, and it's they gonna hop on it. And all it take is five to ten thousand people saying, "Oh, this whack." And like Patty said, it's like, man, you can have a group of people that really rock with your music, but if they see the masses have already said something, oh, I'm gonna go with them. That's yeah. corny. I, I see it. I see it from uh, a, a dude that's just getting back to rap. I see it. You know, if 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 um certain people don't repost it, they won't repost it. They, you know what I'm saying? And it'd be like, yo, this shit is good. Like, hands down, no debating. But because you know you're not on, you're not very uh, on Twitter or wherever you at in social media, because your presence isn't crazy or whatever. Then you know they may say that. And then uh, I'll take it to a funny point. Uh, we just dropped the episode just kind of chronicling mid-year review and shit that we felt about it. And that was one of the times that, Patty, I took the opportunity to say that. And I didn't give a fuck who killed me. Yo, I bumped this last Jack Harlow album like a motherfucker. I don't care. That's the fuck I like. You know what I'm saying? Like, And then uh, my man Prez, he gave me so much shit for it. He called him pop, everything. You know what I'm saying? It was hilarious. It was a hilarious exchange. You know right. what I'm saying? But I think people do need to do that more. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and yeah. Post it and um share the shit. Like, I know I'm I know my man's is gonna give me shit. Who who this guy, the same guy that made the, the shit with Dua Lipa or whatever, you know, man. or you know, but I don't care, man. I like that shit. One me of my either. favorite rappers is Wiz Khalifa. Come on now. I like cushion orange juice. I like the happy go lucky <laughs> shit that he do, man. I don't wanna hear rapidity rap shit all the time. All the like, time. I need the vibes. Yeah. Sometimes, right. you know what I mean? I need some Ty Dolla Sign. I need different type of vibes. I love music, and I just rap music, you know what I mean? But exactly. that's me going off on my tangent, though. But so that's that's why that line stuck out to me. But you're absolutely right, though, bro. Like, it, you'd be surprised. Like, most people don't even fuck with currency, which is crazy. Crazy. Oh, man, he just mixtape, man. He just be talking about paper planes. And it's like, all right, dog, what, like, who your favorite rapper? What is he talking about? Yeah, his, his discography is crazy. I understand why people don't fuck with him. I understand because he dropped so much. You don't have like, you don't have that one or two projects to connect with. But if you're a currency fan and you got more than enough projects to connect with and you don't have to catch him on every drop. It's just, it's the fact he's just dropping and dropping and dropping. <laughs> I don't really, I mean, Future, future kind of is one of the ones that kind of do the same thing, but it, it's future. Like, what's, what's going to be one different song than the next? He, he can talk about Codeine. 
He could talk about Lori Harvey. He could talk about Sierra. He could talk about Russell Wilson. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm giving my truth, and I I feel like we 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 know each other enough, y'all, to where y'all can't let me just be out here on the ledge talking about Jack Harlow and Wiz Khalifa. Who are some? <laughs> who are some of your? <laughs> I do, I do, I do. I, this I feel like coming. yo, I'm like I'm I'm waiting. I'm looking in Patty's eyes, like I'm looking at Green, like y'all not about to say anything. Like what's happening? <laughs> I knew this shit was coming. I said I'm gonna let him have. Y'all got me on the ledge. So so who is who who are y'all fucking with that people? Based on the music you make, Patty, wouldn't think you rock with. Uh, man, I I like that new Travis Scott album a lot, man. Like, and I guess based on my my shit that I previously dropped, people wouldn't expect that. But like, bro, I just turned twenty five. You feel me? Like, I, I like all that type of sounds <laughs> too. You feel me? I fuck, I fuck with all of that. He said, uh, I'm still definitely, a young... still right. a young nigga. Right. Um, I be listening to fucking Fleetwood Mac like all the time. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, I love rock music and um rock music, and I love trap music too, man. So I guess Fleetwood Mac and Travis Scott recently; those are two that you probably wouldn't think that I would listen to. Okay, all right, all right. I do like uh that other dude, man. I, I don't listen to his albums, but his singles, I finesse two times. I fuck with him. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know who that is. Hey, I can't. Yeah, I, I, I won't listen to that. a project necessarily. Yeah, but, I hear you. you. Know, it's cool when they say it. They know how to make. They know how to bro, make music. Yeah, yeah, they know how to make good songs, bro. And you could. I mean, believe it or not, man. Some of the trap niggas they have very great hooks, and you could learn Hell a thing yeah. or two um, from from making hooks and, and being very simplistic. So I. I Take it with a grain of salt, but those uh, uh, green man, don't leave us out here on the ledge, man. Who who's the people you listening to? That I'm I'm pretty sure it won't matter. You're a producer, so you got the and the, the right. See, the it's right funny. I gotta listen to everything. I really have to listen to every genre, and bro, I, I've been listening to a lot of Afro beats lately. Like I, I, that's something new for me. But I, I have a homie who. He from Nigeria. He pulled up on me last weekend. And we sat here like three, four hours making nothing but Afrobeat vibes. So now I'm I'm an Afrobeat uh, vibe lover. It's like, but the people that really know me, they know all right, Jay Green, Greenery Beats, he love R&B. Tank is, is like my number one R&B male vocalist dog. I told, I told the gang a few weeks back, I said, man, this nigga done reposted me, bro. I was singing his album, bro. I was singing his intro. <laughs> I was so lit. Just and niggas was like, man, I mean, it's his song. You know what I'm saying? He gonna repost this. And I was like, man, I don't care. It's tank. <laughs> he groupied out. <laughs> bro, I, I'm talking about since he was singing back up for Aaliyah. So for me, it's, it's people like Tank. It's people like uh Lucky Day amazing vocalist like for me I, I appreciated patty's black exploitation album because he stepped out of his comfort zone and he added them vocals like oh, he yeah, added I do, I do him harmonizing on there you know what i'm saying shout out to you on that it's the way like, you feel about me an amazing job and i said bro i could tell this brother listen to rb he listens to some soul. That's my favorite genre, bro. R&B, my number Same. one favorite genre. 
Same, yes, same, same. Uh, yeah, I got a, I got a few R and B albums I need to to send y'all. Uh, if y'all ain't hip to oh. Ken, Kenyon Kenyon Dixon, uh, Dende. I don't know if y'all listen to his shit. Ninety five Civic. Uh, I got yes. tap in. Yeah, those, those. I would probably say those two and uh, Keanu Lede. Uh, those three probably are the joints that I been Recent. rocking with. Um, recently, recently. Um, and they got recent work like within the last year to this in this year. So. But I'll send those I'll send those joints after we get off here, man. But uh but all right, cool, cool, cool. So um my favorite track is not your favorite track, Patty, but uh I like Patty Got It, man. Uh, um that's my favorite track on here. So I wanna play that real quick, you know what I mean, to get out of some serious in our south, you know what I mean, and, and get back into some some playful vibes here, man. And uh I got a few questions because you uh yeah, you were saying some shit on here, man. <laughs> <laughs> Turn this joint up. It's authentic in the motherfucking building. It's the black exploitation, nigga. Authentic. You the type they offer more and then you take less. You can't flex. They singing ha ha while you take depth. I make threats. My flow for Wi-Fi and for tape decks. I stay fresh. I'm fresh as Gaga in a steak dress. I save checks so I can invest in this rap craft. Could have been a nigga making money in the black mash just that fast. We born into the thinnest line. So people do not have the choice to hear the call and hit the climb. Bitch, I'm blind to forgery. You for settle singing niggas for the streets. This ain't for the radio heads. Nigga, this for the creeps. This for like a night of stars. You better grant your wishes I wish to be with my wife and other bitches We in Mauritius Somali models, Kenyan strippers Niggas probably coddle If you disrespect any one of these women I will box you Death to all niggas Hollering at gas stations You say some shit to mines I swear to God that be your last statement Mad basic, uh, you ain't no coochie like that I'm stating facts You better off just looking for something real on a dating app You won't get no coochie like that I'm stating facts You better off just looking for something real on a dating app Let's shine like jewelry Let's show the niggas they should stop sleeping on you with me You need a verse of heat, you know that Patty got it, Patty got it You need a heart 16, you know that Patty got it, Patty got it Come move with me, let's shine like jewelry Let's show the niggas they should stop sleeping on you with me You need a verse of heat, you know that Patty got it, Patty got it You need a heart 16, you know that Patty got it, Patty got it Yeah, so yo That not, like not knowing you bro That that one is, that's the one that's that's the one. If you said black had ice spice, that's that's the one, man. That that's the one you gotta perform anywhere. Yeah. I think that'll win you that'll win you over a crowd in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat, man. So um, kids in the chorus, bro. Man, yo, that's that's another thing we were talking about. Um, you brought up the Dirk um and J. Cole song. That's the cheat code. Use the kid right. voice. And the kid right. voice, everybody likes the song. No, <laughs> no, problem. no problem at all. No problem at all, man. So, uh, you know, one of the reoccurring themes on here, you are celebrating women. You are celebrating uh, wifey uh, a lot, man. Um, question, man. Were you in trouble during this album? And... <laughs> you would have thought so. Like, a yeah, man. Yeah. A lot of, lot of my baby this and baby. A like, lot of. Oh, nah, I'm just, shit. Yeah, I'm just rock. <laughs> That's funny as hell. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey look she said is that the way you feel about me, Tell me. Yeah, <laughs> every time every time one of them lines come up and she around me and she hear a shit look at me on some shit like like you ain't hear this shit a hundred times already yeah, yeah it's yeah, hilarious yeah. yo dope, but dope, dope. that's dope, funny dope. as hell 
So yeah, man, why is it really why is it deaf to all niggas hollering at gas stations, man? You know, why 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 <laughs> why they gotta revert to dating apps, man? Like that that took me that took me out, man, when I heard <laughs> that line the first time. I was just vibing with it, like, wait a minute. You know what I'm saying? So great comedic relief and bars at the right. same time, man. So uh yeah, what's your thought process going into Patty Got It, man, and, and the hook and, and everything about the song, man? Tell us about it. That gas station line, bro. I wrote that before I'm, I was with the joint that I'm with now. Uh, I was talking to some other joint, and she was telling me how some niggas was, like, all up on her at the gas station talking to her and shit like that. And I'm like, man, these niggas need, like, need to be sentenced to death. Like, how y'all, how y'all just a, a, a woman a woman trying to go and get some, you know what I mean, some gas and get some shit from the, from the store? Y'all all in her face. It's like 10 of y'all niggas. All y'all niggas sit here at the gas station all fucking day. Like, y'all don't got no life and shit. Like, no what the fuck? Like, y'all got no job. Like, what is y'all doing? I'm like, I'm like, those are the type of niggas that's fucking up the world, bro. Like, dumbass <laughs> niggas like that. Like, y'all niggas need to go die. Like, those are the type of niggas that'll snatch somebody up. That, if, that you know what I mean? Like, they, they weird. So I, I was like, man, death to all niggas hollering at gas stations. Like, all of them niggas. Yeah, it, it's yeah. like. <laughs> What the fuck? And um, as far as the song, the first verse, I wrote that shit mad long ago. Y'all wrote it like probably a year ago type shit. <laughs> and it was on a completely different beat, but I never dropped it because I ain't like the beat. I think it was a, a, I forgot who made the beat, but it was somebody I ain't fuck with like that. I don't know. I ain't like the beat. and But the verse is super hard, man. So, uh, Green sent me that beat, and I'm like, this verse is literally perfect for this beat. And when I heard that little sample in the hook, I knew I was going to use the little kid voice. I already knew. As soon as I heard that sample, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm using this this, this little kid voice right here. And this shit going to go. <laughs> it should work. But just how I planned. For sure. Did you just manipulate the voice into saying it uh, on, the, on the mix or whoever mixed it? It was me. I, I said, Patty got it. Patty got it. And then oh, I my voice, put some uh, helium and, uh, you know what I mean, edited some echo reverb and shit on it. And yeah, yeah. yeah, I was like, this sound good. I mean, it sound like the same pitch. So, yeah, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dope, 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 man. So, yeah, man, uh, again, man, like I said, uh, you know, like you said, in the, the track, Head Nod Music, uh, had some comedic relief for the lines in there and the infectious hooks, man. So I think that's like a, that's a recipe for success right there, man. On on for this sure. one here for sure for sure man so um gotta sh- my boy beats man like he most people don't realize like on our uh, not Facetime on our uh, IG live a lot of times he go on IG live I hop in a lot of times I go on IG live he hop in you know what I'm saying we support each other but this particular day he was chopping up that sample that very sample and I said oh yeah send me that. You might have a chance to make the Black Exploitation album if, if you can do what you're supposed to do with this sample, dog. So shout out to my dog, 88 Blessed Beats, man. He 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 has definitely been on the come up. For this particular song, man, he he did his thing, bro. He did his thing. I just needed him to yeah. chop them samples. I re-chopped what he chopped up. He sent me the drums. I re-chopped his drums. And it was like, man, I, I I feel like I laid one of the illest bass lines down to this joint. And it was like, all right, we we, we got something. 
And for the whole time I had been telling him, like, man, you gonna make black exploitation out of him, bro. And he like, man, nah, man. Patty might not really, you know what I'm saying? And then after a while, he was like, man, we got something, bro. I think we got something, bro. Patty, go, he gonna be like this, dog. And man. So shout out to my dog, Travis, man. Definitely appreciate that brother for helping me with this one, man. Yeah, yeah. It definitely comes on super aggressive with the with the sample in your face, you know what I mean? And it, it kind of shakes some things up because I think like what well, you got um the in the interlude right before it. So it's like, you know, smooth type elevated music. Mm-hmm. And then this shit just kind of is jarring and it gets right back to um what you were trying to do. Cause you had like what bell bottoms, afro picks. Is that the way you feel? Like those are more um uh, the, the jazzy vibe and and grooving and shit like that that you interlude shake things up and then you jolt the you know the energy right back to patty got it man so um but i know i'd be remiss because i saw a lot of people talking about um this one song as their their favorite on there so i definitely want to get your interpretation of um your approach to bell bottoms and, and afro picks oh man jd smooth jd smooth man he sent me that beat and i'm like this is just going to be some smooth shit like Sometimes, bro, I, I had to um, refrain myself from writing, like, crazy bars, like some wild entendre shit that people got to sit there and think and, about and shit like that. Like, because I, I, I wanted it to be simple yet complex at the same time, you know, just complex meaning, like, how the shit was made, how the vocals was layered, um, how the, the shit came together, when to put the hook, you know what I mean? But as far as, like, the general writing what i'm saying the actual words like i just wanted it to be memorable i want you to be able to uh remember it probably on the first couple listens so i say that i'm saying a lot of the same shit over and over again so i knew it was going to be this song right there i knew it was going to be one of those types of shit specifically and uh bell bottoms and afro picks man i that's that's what i Think of when I feel like seventies and shit. You, I'm wearing bell bottoms. I got my afro pick. You know what I mean, I said, "Come take a sniff." You know them niggas be doing he coke you and shit. About it. <laughs> you probably thought about it. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like that. That one was just that shit is super, super smooth, man. Um, it, it's really no outlines and nothing. Like it's just like like you said. Um, I think sometimes simple is best. And, and Green, you could chime in here as far as we be talking about this offline as far as. Less is more sometimes when you're making a beat and give the artist the canvas to do what they need to do. But also as the artist, sometimes when you are lyrical, you have to pull back in the process of making an album to connect with people because it's it's a to me it's like a game of tango, right? You know what I mean? Like you gotta go back and forth with people when you're trying to make an album, not necessarily we already know you could rap. You know what I mean? Like that's not a question. Can you make songs? You know what I'm saying? And uh, is that something that you struggle with often? You know, because people—that's what people want from you—is hard sixteens when it when it's called for. But when it comes to album making, is that always your mindset? Is to make the best possible album, not wrap your ass off, so to speak? Or I mean, you could expound I, on that. Right. When I was younger, uh. I, I ain't know how to make albums for real, bro. Like, I feel like when I made Cherish the Hunger, I knew what I was doing. But, like, as far as, like, now, like, how, the, what I know now and how to construct albums now, like, if I would have waited type shit, it, it, it would have sounded much different my debut. But 
I'm glad I, I still don't have no regrets. I'm glad I did it the way I did it because I'm here now and shit. But uh, I, I've really learned how to make albums better, realizing like you could sacrifice some lines. Like, you know, you don't have to be the best rapper in the world <laughs> to make a great album. You know, you don't got to write a, write your best. Every 16 don't got to be your best 16. Like, I used hey, to try to make every, every I guess bar, like lyrics. Every line, every line count. Every line, yeah. right, every line count. Like, I used to try to, uh, every every 16, I used to want it to be more lyrical than my last, no matter what the beat was or no matter what vibe the song was. I don't care. I, I used to not care. Like, I, I just need to have more better lines than my last verse. But I knew that's not the way to go. Like, if it fit the song, it fit the song. So that's that change there, that shift, understanding that helped me with my album making. For sure, for sure. And, um, but yeah, man, so like I said, man, it, to me, that that's a great way to make an album. I, I never, I never can understand why, you know, because uh, there's a certain sector, right? The, uh, the sector that fell in love with hip hop at a certain time, uh, where they liked a certain type of rhymes and beat patterns and stuff like that. And then you got, you know, I guess it just depends on what era, but I've also, you know, always been a fan of just album, you know, album worthy material. I never go back to singles, so to speak, man. Anytime, you talk about an artist I like, I go back to a certain album, it gives me a feel, then I start migrating to all of the stuff from different albums. So um that I think that's a dope approach, man, and to to know when to hold back and when to actually do your bar shit, which you did on here. You probably got three songs where you black out on here rap wise and the rest are just great in the flow, you know what I mean? So um but before I let you guys go, we'll talk about the last song, um, until we meet again. Um Three beat switches on here. Um, seamless transitions from all three green. I will let you lead the way on this um, because, yeah, this is a it's a lot going on, man. You know what I mean? And, and then, Patty, we'll get to some of the lines in the song. This and, nigga and, here, uh, man. It be this nigga. Yo, you constructed that, the, put them all together? Yeah, bro. Because I'd be like, all right, you know, let's do this. This subtle stuff. Let's be nice. And he'd be like, fuck that. We going to do these three beats keep the tempo of each beat. And that's like, you don't want to switch the tempo of the track. No, because I'm going to switch how my rapping styles is on each. And it's like, nigga, you're insane. What are you doing? Like, I've done this before, but I made the tempo the same all the way through. You trying to change the tempo up. And it, it's like, man, this nigga always challenging me to do some wild shit. <laughs> and I thought about I thought about that. That's one of my questions. Is just like the uh, it goes from a slow build, then the drums drop on the second part where it gets a little bit more you know head naughty, and then the third part it's a little it restrains a little bit, but it's still a little bit more up tempo than the initial the initial part on there. And they do sound like different different beats, man. Patty, what made you want to want to do that, man? Because that's something I want to do here in the future, not three beats and nothing like that, but just great transitions you know mm -hmm. what i mean so what made you want to do that um on the last song of the album for so we the album i thought it was done right the outro wasn't made until we meet again it wasn't even made yet and i thought the album was done so i'm listening to it again and i'm like man we need an outro like something like a, a some crazy shit that really sets off the album like sends off the album i should say 
So I hit up Green. I'm like, man, we need like an outro type of beat, some shit like theatrical as hell, man. Like, I need something that's like sound like a play type shit. And he sent me a pack, and I heard those three joints, and I'm like, damn, these three right here is crazy. I kept playing them back to back to back, and I'm like, this shit might sound good if it was all together. So I feel like, I mean, we on we on FaceTime and shit, me and Green. Well, when I told him, I'm like, we should put all three of those joints together. And he did it, and then so I'm like, yeah, this shit gonna go crazy. I wrote that shit that same day, too. As soon as he put all them three joints together, I started writing that shit. Right there. That sent me back the little clip, and I'm like, bro, there is no way you just did this shit that fast, and I just sent you the beat. <laughs> Genius. Sometimes the, yeah, sometimes the inspiration just speaks for itself. Like you could be in a rut for days when, when the beat ain't don't move you. You know what I mean? And then all of a sudden, you yeah. got... You got 48, whatever, you know what I mean? Just unlimited yeah. bars, just depending on the day, man. So, um, you know, I mean, like you got the Dream Girls line in there with Sparkle, you know what I mean? That that was a good, dope, uh, not a good line, a great line. Um, and the reason why it stuck out to me is because I was that kid that had to stay in the house with my cousins and my aunties and watch Sparkle over <laughs> and over and over and over again. Like, damn, yo, like... <laughs> It's just, you know how it is in the hood, man. It's just something you only got one one TV, everybody, the one big TV downstairs, and you know you that's that's the movie TV, and you gotta watch that shit. You know what I'm saying? So um but not only a witty witty bar, but that's the memories that that uh it brought up for me, man. So uh tell us a little bit about uh, you know, just those lines and just you know what you were trying to accomplish with the three B switch. Yeah, so uh, that one I knew I was going to just bar it up and shit, but I wanted to uh, also reference a bunch of black movies. So I, I got like 14 movie references in there, yep. or 15 or something like that. And some of them is black exploitation films, and some of them is just black movies, period. So I was just like, let me just throw these in there, you know? And as well as like speak some real shit, I shouted out my my homies, my brothers that I grew up with. Um, I just wanted to expand and talk about fit as much shit as I could fit in there in that in that outro. But uh, I'm not I, I didn't even fit everything I wanted to fit in there. If you listen to the end, I done faded myself out. Yeah. Yep. You know what I mean? I, I like going, going out like that. Shit. I think I think yeah. that's uh that's a well, well agree. What you gotta as I I've always been a fan <laughs> of feeling like no, 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 or like when a beat is too short and somebody spazzing and it just the shit just go off like those are some of my mm -hmm. favorite things to do I, I think that like when the album dropped that was my first time hearing that outro that leads uh. into the instrumental part but for me he had kind of told me like hey this is a be to be continued type thing i just didn't know how it was going to be painted out so when i heard that it's like oh you're tired I said, oh, we about to have a part fucking two. Okay. okay. We about to have a black exploitation two, dog. And I swear to you, it's not gonna take two years to put this next one together. Oh my gosh. Yeah, already. Oh I know I'm I'm pretty sure y'all already like we're listening to it over and over again. You already know, like, oh, I would have did this, this or what are we gonna right. come around? you already know that the angle and how you're gonna attack and just like yeah. I'm pretty sure y'all already got different instrumentals and shit lined up and and now oh, take man. so yo what's the, um... the whole album that's the thing like 
Okay. Niggas didn't get the whole album, bro. We we literally cut the album short. If niggas got that whole track list that we was really working on, oh my man. Was that like so that's a that's a conscious effort to keep it like at below 30 minutes ish, you know, is that just to do with like yo we want to just do a part 2 and just keep it concise or um is that a concentrated leave, effort? I leave I leave that totally up to Patty. Yeah, that definitely was a conscious effort. Um I don't my my I'm gonna drop an album that's like an hour and shit, like a longer album, like a 50 minute album. It's going to happen, but that's not I don't I don't want the funky vibe to be like, you know what I mean? Like to be that one. Yeah. So yeah. I just wanted to be funky, you know what I mean? Dance, get your shit off real quick, and you know what I mean? Go home sweating type shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I, I like long albums, but really, people don't like longer albums like that no more. They don't really. They be shitting on them. They be saying there's too many songs. Niggas' attention span is is dumb short, bro. It's yeah. like how uh, that. Sometimes you got. I mean, you know, we were uh, who who did I have on last? Um, I am God. I am God, and he talked about that same thing. It was like one of his mans was like, "Yo, sometimes you gotta adapt to the way the game is being played, and not continue to play it the same way." You know what I mean? Like motherfuckers are shooting threes and shooting your light, shooting your lights out, and tell you to go home. You know, a la Steph, you can't keep playing with your back to the basket and let me do this little post move. Like threes are better than twos. You know what I mean? So sometimes. You know, you gotta you gotta adapt to the game, and I mean that that was my mindset going into my project too. Is like, man, I'm not trying to hold y'all. You know, let me give y'all 25 minutes at the most, and 30 minutes, you know, 30, 25, 30 minutes, and I'm out. Like, I don't even like to hear myself that long no more. You know what I mean? Shit. You know what I mean? I'll admit that. You know what I mean? So, kind of like y'all with y'all mind with with artists like y'all having that mindset though. It kind of helps producers like me realize like okay i don't need to make a, a three and a half to four minute long song i don't have to make this because you know back in the day like songs used to be four or five minutes you know what i'm saying yeah, you, it, it all depends on what you're making right four or five minutes but now it's like I, and i kind of learned that from shout out to my boy jr I kind of learned that from him because I used to make music back like when I first started making music with JR and I noticed his songs was like super short. I'm like, man, I sent him like a four or five minute song, but he sent back like a, a minute and yeah, 30, yeah. two minute joint. Even with Patty, the dream of me joint. It's like, oh man, he cut off the best part. Cause I wanted this part yeah, of the Yeah, you was doing go. all this extra producer shit. <laughs> <laughs> really going on my little joint right there. And it was like, man, they ain't get to hear that. Yeah. But he, he provided a hook. He provided bars. He provided a video from a, a, a zero fucking dollar budget. Mm. So it's like, bro, like, and going back to what we talked about with Chairs the Hunger, bro, do not cancel albums like Chairs the Hunger. I literally went to the, the grocery store the other day. I put the the uh, cashier onto our music. I came back three or four weeks later. She said, I don't know who that was rapping, but it's that song that you got named Dream of Me that was my favorite. Bruh, you're providing what people want in these songs, bro. So 
me while we seeing like the the growth and it's like all right he going from mediocre bars or whatever he think is it's like all right mediocre to now polished elite bars but those was elite ass bars and elite songs Mm -hmm. in somebody else's eyes so it's like we can't knock those those startup projects never somebody's eyes that was that was the mvp fucking album right so you you've been doing your thing since I met you, bro, and it's like just to hear likewise, man. Like, all right, you're tired, bro. That shit, that those little last words of that album meant so much to me because it's like I'm cutting grass. You know what I'm saying? I ain't heard the whole album, but I'm cutting grass, and it's like he rapping. You know what I'm saying? You're tired, boom, and it's that's phase. I not, I literally stopped in the middle of the yard. Like, hold on, bro, <laughs> what are you doing? I, I ain't tired of listening, yeah. but right. to see like the instrumentals lead to like, hey, we got more for y'all. Mm-hmm. And then when you text me what you text me the other day, I said that is full circle, bro. That's full fucking circle because we not fucking done. Yeah, y'all tap, y'all tap in, man. Y'all tap in. Go pay attention to the albums because because a lot of people put a lot of thought. These guys put a lot of thought and effort into it and, and tying in the subject matter. Go listen to past works because you might hear a different reference that references something from an album that you like. You know what I mean? There may be a part two to something that you're not hip to, but I think that's always a dope thing. You know what I mean? Because you're going to bring them back. Um, uh, before I take you guys out, because I've had you guys long enough, man, what are um, some of the, the the most random feedback that you've gotten from people you wouldn't even think of on on this project? Um, random feedback probably with like, uh, I'm not sure. I, I like how everybody has a, a different song, a different favorite song. So I think that means I did something good, man. Like everybody got a different favorite song. That's probably the best feedback that I've gotten from everybody. Yeah, that's, that's a great feeling. That's a great feeling. So, you know, mm-hmm. even the ones you take a chance on, like the singing and shit like that, like. I took a chance on harmonizing and I was going to cut that shit off the album because <laughs> I was like, I couldn't get my harmonics right. You know what I mean? But right. motherfuckers ended up being like, yo, that's that's something I smoked to. I wouldn't think people would smoke to that. You know what right. I mean? But whatever, you know, teach his own, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm glad that, um, you know, there's a different one because every time I listen to it, from I think the last time I listened to it before I listened to it a lot today, was on my road trip to North Carolina um, last weekend and shit like that. So I listened to that shit like a bunch of times. But I have a new favorite one every single time. It just depends on what mood I'm, I'm in. And that's yeah. the, the telltale sign of making a quality-ass project when you could even come back to your shit. And right now, you know, you said the joint um, is that the way you feel um, is your favorite one. But just depends in a couple of weeks. Something else might change. be that. You know what I mean? Right. It could change. You might perform Patty Got It and then see that response at the next scare in the holes and you like, yo, th- you know, this one is different. Yeah, this one is, this one is different, man. So I say, man, from uh from me to you, man, uh, dope project, uh Prez, he hit me up um the other day too, and he was like, Congrats to you. Uh, he wanted me to pass on the congrats and said that shit is in the rotation firmly to both of y'all. So um Dope project, man. Y'all take us out, man, with, with anything you want to say, with anything you want to pitch before we get out of here. 
You got a pedigree. Man, appreciate y'all, man, for all the support on the album. Copping it on Bandcamp and streaming it on all DSPs. It's still available on Bandcamp, still on every DSP. Uh, shout out to Cash and Prez, man. Uh, always opening up the platform for us. And uh, I appreciate y'all, man, for real. God bless. All right, Green. Man, you know me, man. Uh, I be trying not to be long-winded, but I be having to get my shit off. Um, shout out initially to Cash, Prez. Man, I appreciate y'all. Um, I've only done a few podcast interviews before this one. And I, it's like, man, whenever I get asked, I be feeling like a celebrity type nigga. Like, oh shit, they want to ask me questions about like my music, my shit for real, something that I produce. But it wouldn't be a thing if it wasn't for my brother, Patty Hancho. Like, man, I, I thank God for the relationship that we have and the friendship and the brotherhood that we have. Like, it, I don't even know it. Well, how we how do we start being cool? Like through a uh, junior or something? I think it, yeah, uh, yeah, I think yeah, Jr. JR. And, it was that Jamie Foxx like, beat. This it was the Jamie Foxx show sample. Exactly, exactly. That's exactly what it was. That's exactly what it was. And it's like to go from to know like this started from a sample. And I can call this brother and be like, hey, man, what's going on? Just just want to talk to you. Just want to see how your day going. And and, and I'm, I've talked to his, his missus. And it's like, man, like, I feel like I'm, I'm really this nigga's brother. And we can build on something that's so greater than us. It's so much greater than us. Like the purpose that we are trying to fulfill in this music is bigger than us. And to know that bro is willing to fulfill his part of it and hold me accountable at the same time and be like, all right, Green, I need this from you and you're going to provide that. And it's like, all right, all right, I got you. That's one of the most beautiful things that I can ever see coming from you. And to know that it, it, we only did like the smallest piece of what we about to really embark on. The shit that y'all hear from us moving forward is about to be fucking insane. It's about to be insane. Like, I, ain't, I don't want to say too much. Wait on the deluxe version of the black exploitation. Uh, okay. All right. I see you. I see you, man. So, again, man, proud of y'all, man. Also, shout out to JD Smooth, Scale Beats, Unruly, uh, only, only feature on here. Uh, as well and, and everybody else involved in any type of way man so y'all brothers stay up man y'all know y'all always welcome back or whatever y'all need from us you know as far as the podcast goes um you want to come back and talk about whatever y'all know y'all can always come back and talk man so this is another episode we'll be back next week man we got another dope artist on the way but i won't reveal that quite quite yet man but we got two two dope ass mcs coming on next week man and they just dropped uh, a, a dope project and they are from um, New York City so that's as much as I'll give man so alright alright man so we out fellas peace <laughs>